Hey there, citizens of the world. Welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where our mission is to inspire, connect, and empower the world to learn English the fun, natural, and real-life way. We believe that English should not be a dry and boring school subject, but an inspiring and enriching lifestyle that you can practice and enjoy whenever and wherever you want. In this podcast, you will have lots of fun, learn plenty of new expressions, and drastically improve your listening comprehension. We'll also teach you the secrets of native pronunciation, connected speech, and help you tune in your listening and speaking to the rhythm and flow of English. So sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Oh yeah! G'day, ladies and gentlemen. This is Chad from Real Life English. We believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, convenient, and... Fair dinkum. Way to learn English. So download this podcast now and listen to us while you're stuck in traffic. <laughs> uh, throwing a boomerang. Boxing with a kangaroo. Eating meat pies. Or boiling a platypus egg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined here today in the studio with my three co-hosts. First of all, Mr. V himself. Ethan, how are you today? Damn, there's a lot of us here today. There is. It's kind of uh, getting hot in here. It is getting a little hot and steamy. Yeah. Second co-host, the man who once pulled out a crocodile's tooth because it was hurting him. Justin Murray, how are you? Oh yeah, gonna be here. Wait, it was hurting Justin or it was hurting the crocodile? Yeah, that's the question. It was hurting the crocodile. Oh, oh, yeah. oh wow. That's so kind of you. And last but not least, our very special guest, the very first Australian, except for myself, on this podcast. Matt, what's up, man? Absolutely. Thank you so much for, for having me. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to try working my Australian accent a little bit now. We can kind of, it's two against two, so uh-huh. let's see who's going to win this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is here. Uh, he's also with part of Startup Chile. Most of our listeners know why we're here for Startup Chile. How's things going for you, man, in, in Chile? Chile is, it's great. You Would know? you say it's a bloody ripper? It's bloody unreal. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Nothing better, mate. Cool. But nice. No, started obviously, you know, Chile is a really like well, Santiago is a really modern city um, compared to a, a lot of what you'll see around, say, Latin America. It's really safe. It's coming a long way, and it's exciting to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been around the city much? Yeah, I've explored explored around the place. You know, we're trying to find uh, meat pies, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but actually, one thing about walking around Santiago is there's a certain smell of meat you, pies. Not quite of sausage rolls, right? So okay. sausage rolls. I'm not sure if the Americans here know what they are. No. But basically, it's where you take uh, a certain type of mince and you wrap it in pastry, and it's like a long sort of roll that you can sort of eat out of your hand. Mm-hmm. And it's a certain smell that you get when you walk past bakeries in Australia and yeah. you walk down a main street pretty rare to not get the smell of a sausage rolls coming out of a bakery right mm-hmm. and it's actually a, that smell comes out of Chilean bakeries in some bakeries anyway with the empanadas they with meat on the inside okay I think I found I walked past and I was like that cannot be the smell of a sausage roll that's ridiculous <laughs> it's the wrong side of the world and I walked in and didn't have them yeah and just a few uh, few words here I know people would have some Maybe you guys didn't even understand this either. Do you know what mince is? Mince meat? Yeah, mince meat. Yeah. I've heard of it. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I'm not sure if I, I th- want to know. Think, no, yeah, I think it's, 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 
You have a different name for it in the States. It's uh, ground beef. Oh, it's the same thing? Yeah, yeah in Canada oh. they call it hamburger. Hamburger meat, right? Yeah, no, I think... We, no, we were shopping in Guatemala with a Canadian guy and he said, Oh, you bought hamburger. And we're like, that? Yeah. It's the so bag of meat. It's a bag of meat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, minced meat is carne molida. It's ground beef. It's yeah. hamburger meat. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, that's a good pickup. Hey, I know my shit. Hey, what do you mean by a good pickup? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to struggle to get just through one sentence, aren't I? A good pickup is when someone, like, you're in a conversation and someone has an insight or realizes something in the middle of the conversation and they might ask you a question or say something like, ah, that's a good pickup. Would you guys say that's an Australian expression? Um, I don't know anymore. And do, you, you, do you know the expression, you American guys? I've never heard it that It makes before. sense, but I've okay. never heard it before, okay. no. There you go. Little gems are going to be coming out. All podcasts. What are little gems? <laughs> Where you work out, you know? <laughs> a little gem, it's a piece of maybe a precious stone, so it's something that's valuable. So in this case, a nice valuable piece of new vocabulary. Insights. Insights, yeah. Nice. I think it's about time we've moved on to today's shout out. You know you make me wanna But we have a special shout out today. It's actually a comment on Real Life Radio number 94 from American Sports Metaphors. This is from Elizabeth. She says, just love your Real Life Radio. I'm an Australian teacher of ESL. Keep up the awesome work, guys. Elizabeth. An Aussie. Uh, An Aussie. This is just getting Aussier and Aussier. Thank you very much for that shout out. Uh Do you know her? What's her name? Elizabeth. What would you call her in Australia? Lizzie? Liz. Liz. Well, my grandmother's name is Elizabeth. Okay. And her nickname is Betty. Betty, yeah. Actually, my grandmother's name is Elizabeth, and her nickname, yeah. or her name is Betty. Wait, do you guys have the same grandma? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what happens in Australia. <laughs> We're going to unveil that later in the podcast, but you always have to get ahead of yourself. So yeah. yeah. And my grandma's from New Zealand, but you know what they do with sheep over there. Wait, so. wait, isn't New Zealand a state in Australia? <laughs> they wish. <laughs> They wish. <laughs> Actually, something that is an interesting fact about New Zealand and their desire to be a state of Australia is that in the Australian constitution, it's actually written that New Zealand, if they want to, they can vote and they can become part of Australia. Wow. Another fun fact about Australia? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, when Was we... that about Australia or about New Zealand? Or is it the same thing? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I'm confused. In my mind... <laughs> I think most people are confused. Is there another shout-out before we get too carried away with this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry about that. So, this is called Learn Real Life English While Commuting. Wait, where is the shout-out from? iTunes review. Okay. How many stars? Five stars. We love them. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah! Oh failed! What? Failed the oh yeah test. We what? tested you this whole time. <laughs> wow! And you did not pass. Okay. It's not oh yeah because okay. that sounds sexual. Oh, oh yeah, guys. Ah <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, guys. That's it. That's kind of that's maybe an Australian ah <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce this, but this is from P. Demidoff from Argentina. Five star review. You teach me something in every podcast and also make me laugh. Great work. Thank you very much. Piedemoth. Duff. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name. <laughs> you tried really hard. You kind of butchered it. Piedemoth. Okay. I've just never seen that name before, but really appreciate that. The nice review you gave us. Five stars and also those nice words. Yes, we do love our five-star reviews. And why is that again, Ethan? 
because the more people that give us five-star reviews, the better rating we get in iTunes, and we can help more people improve their English, just yes. like you guys. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And in this podcast, we can help you improve your Australian English. Exactly. exactly. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks for all those shout-outs. We do really appreciate it. And let's move on to today's kick-ass quote. Oh, yeah. I'm kick-ass. So, our special guest, like always, it's your role to read out the kick-ass quote. And it seems like you've got a doozy for us today. What's a doozy? I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> a, good, a, a good one? Yeah, well, it's, it, it, it depends on the context. It's right? not so always good, is it? So, a doozy is like a, a real big example of it. Like, I'll give you another example. So, doozy is a negative thing. It's more like an, it's a big emphasis, right? So, let's just say you have a big fight, right? Oh, it was a real doozy yeah. of a fight. Because yeah, right. it just like had all the classic elements of a big fight, right? Yeah. Be like really intense. It's memorable, yeah. right? It's kind yeah. of memorable. It stands intense, out. Memorable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It stands out. It could be either good or bad, right? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. use that in the States? We do. Okay. There do you use doozy? We do. That was a doozy of a party, right? That was a doozy of a podcast? That was a doozy of an attempted explanation of doozy. <laughs> I think you did a pretty good job. Thanks. Cool. I think you're just giving a doozy of a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so, the doozy kick-ass quote. What do you got for us today, mate? It is from that quote machine known as Napoleon Hill. The quote is, the starting point of all achievement is desire. Mm. Oh, that is a doozy. Because you can take people, anyone with talent, but if they don't have the right desire, they won't get anywhere. Okay. It's kind of like your, your why, your purpose, right? Yeah, so I remember one time I was talking to someone, I was like, you should, you know, wouldn't you like to do so? Yeah, I would like to. I mean, I realized that that attitude of I would like to meant that he was never going to get it. But it was not like I would like to. It's I would go all the way to Chile. I would leave everything behind and risk everything to, to make that happen. I think one thing yeah. Napoleon Hill says is I really like, Oh, wait, is this another quote? Because we only no, have one kick-ass quote. Basically the same thing, but he says a burning desire, right? Quite often. Maybe not in that quote, but you're, he often says like a burning desire for something. Yeah, so, what does he mean by burning? Why does he add burning to the desire? Burning? What does burning mean? Burning is something like that is just really intense, right? Mm-hmm. Like a fire is burning. Mm-hmm. You have to put it out. Yeah, so the flame is lit within you. Exactly. And how can we light that flame for our listeners today? Do they really want to learn English? Do they have that desire? Only they can tell us. <laughs> Send $20 <laughs> to this address and we'll tell you the answer. But like we always say, your desire, a lot of times you have to make it real because something really abstract and really, you're just studying it in books and without really like living it, it kind of sucks, it can mm-hmm. be. And mm-hmm. so like we always say, don't just learn it, live it. And I think that's the best way to really connect it to who you are and make it a desire, a burning desire. Cool. What's one thing that a listener could go out and do right now to really spark that burning desire? And how could they live English right now? Jump online and meet somebody. Okay. Go on Facebook, go to the Real Life Community on Facebook, go to our website and push connect up top and you'll find a place where you can connect with somebody right now. So basically, you know, I speak English fairly. But I also <laughs> I also speak Spanish, and one of the, and one of the best things to do in learning languages, and I'm sure these guys will be teaching you that regularly, is that you should be diving in straight away. So you should never be 
learning books, 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 until you're ready to talk to people, you should be learning, practicing with someone, learning, practicing with someone from the very first day. So if you've been studying English for more than one day, this means you should be following the advice that Justin just gave you. That is golden advice. That is another gem coming out of Australia. Talking about that, let's jump into today's conversation topic, like a kangaroo, uh-huh, jump, and uh, they <laughs> hop, 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 yeah, they hop. hop. I'm really losing it. You're going going all American. I am. I am. So let's hop into today's conversation topic, which is going to be all about Australia. Australia, mate. Australia. That's the thing you have to do if you speak Australian. You have to have that nasalness, right? And you also have to avoid pronouncing the name of the country correctly, because that is what foreign people do. Okay. So how do you pronounce Australia? Australia. One more time. Australia. Want to try that, Ethan? Australia. So, the, so you don't pronounce Stray. the L. Stray. So you, you guys pronounce an L. So you Straya. So it's like yeah, Straya, Straya, Straya. And, and then you have a bit of like you add a bit of you know, you know, a bit of flourish to it. You know, flourish. <laughs> so it's, what does flourish mean? So flourish is adding a bit of something special, mm-hmm. and it's Straya. Straya. No. <laughs> that was like Portuguese or Spanish. That was a yeah. That was Straya. Or Russian. That was better. Straya. 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 Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I think I'm learning there you again. Go. So yeah, Australia. Another thing that uh, Australians, the just first Australians. of all, it's just Australians. Let's just start off with the accent. There's always uh, that nasalness to it. Yeah. And people are probably already noticing this with the way you're speaking. Thank you. Um, also, your, little, your accent is also nasal. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, mate. So wait, wait, you're from Perth, right? Western Australia, where are you from? I'm from Melbourne. Melbourne? Mm-hmm. Where, and where exactly is that located in relation to Perth? Neighbours, right? Not the other side of the, the <laughs> not, country. Not very close. So uh, it's about to four hour flat. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Mm. So it's like from here down to Antarctica. But Perth <laughs> is like, there's nothing close to Perth, is there? It's like out right. of nowhere, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, it's technically the most isolated city in the world, but it's a big city. It's not like it's a small city. It's got a couple of million people living there, you minus could, me. You could kind of just like go walk about to uh, Melbourne, right? Yeah. What do you mean by go walk about? And you, you can't. Just... And you can't go walk about to Melbourne. I'm sorry. That's not a correct <laughs> use of the term. If you're gonna use Australian slang, get it right. <laughs> Come on, give a walk a go. <laughs> give a walk a go. Go walk about is. Is like is just when someone disappears, right? For no reason. So oh, is it? Yeah, but it comes from Aboriginal culture. Yeah, that's what I meant in the sense of. Yeah, so basically, you you don't go walk about from one place to one place unless it happens accidentally, right? So um, so typically in the context, if you're at work and you're doing some work, say, hey, wait, where's Chad? Oh, I don't know. He he's gone walk about. So he's just gone missing for a while. And that's, and that's typically what it means. So someone might go walk about just for a couple of hours or they could go walk about for weeks mm-hmm. even or years. Yeah. So if people, for example, I've been outside of Australia for two years and people back home would probably characterize that, you know, where's Matt? Oh, you know, he's still going to walk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it is a term that comes from like Aboriginal culture, right? Yeah. It's I like be, a rite, so. rite of passage, right? Rite of passage for young Aboriginal well, men. Well, there you go. Sorry. Ethan, Ethan has redeemed himself with his knowledge of Aboriginal culture. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What I was trying to get at was also how Australians, they always kind of like finish their sentences with that uh, intonation. Yeah. But even sometimes, I think this is actually, I'm quoting this from an Australian comedian, can't remember his name, but it was making fun of Australians and they're like... Carl Barron? 
No, it wasn't Carl Barron, but he's good. But this guy uh, said, Australians, they use that intonation even when they're not asking a question. They say, nice weather today. Yeah. Yeah, I went. <laughs> so I went there. Yeah. And, you know, we had a great time. But, you know... It's, it's, that's, that's spot on. Yeah. But, but I don't know where Jack went, but, you know... Maybe went walkabout. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's basically it's a it's a verbal habit that some people every single sentence they finish like that, mm-hmm. but they finish like that. Yeah. But um, that's kind of like a valley girl thing for us. Oh, really? They talk like that, like you're not sure if they're ever asking a question or if they're just stating something. Okay. Well, this podcast isn't about American culture and valley girls, so. Oh, it's just making it more relatable since okay. you know no one can tell anything about Australia. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Justin, you pulled out a bit of uh, Aussie vocab there. You said, uh, Aussie slang maybe, you said bloke and give him a go. Yeah, to be honest with you, I would just Google like Australian slang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw like some, some images on Google and I, I just thought I'd use it. I had no idea what it means. So put it together. Yeah. To give him a fair go? No, it was the one about the bloke. What was it? You said give a bloke a go. Give a bloke a go. What is it? A bloke? I imagine it's like a, a young man, right? Just a man in general. Yeah, it's just a guy. Give a bloke a go means like give him a chance, maybe? Give him a chance or cut him some slack. Okay. Yeah, another expression we've learned before in the podcast. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, give give a bloke a go. And maybe if you're like really kind of ocker, you know what ocker means? We talked about it. Well, you guys talked about it in the last Australia podcast. Okay. What's your Matt? See what he has to say. Yeah, what's your. um, um, Ocker is kind of like. When someone has a doozy of an accent, right? Yeah. So nice. Oka is when someone has a very strong, sort of typically stereotypical Australian accent. Yeah. Probably not just the accent as well. Oh, just their, their entire attitude. Yeah. Right? Their, their style. Yeah. How they, the clothes they wear, the drink, the beer they drink, the, the car they drive, their attitudes towards immigrants. <laughs> oh yeah. Everything. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Could you uh, imitate an Oka? Give a bloke a go, mate. Yeah. Maybe like give a go. Give us a go, mate. Giza, Giza Stubby, mate. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's <laughs> Giza Stubby. What's a Stubby? So a Stubby is, uh, is just a can of beer. Yeah, just mm-hmm. a can of beer, Stubby. And give me a would be like Giza. Giza, Giza go. Giza, Giza, Giza go. Giza Stubby. Giza Stubby, mate. Oh. Yeah, Giza Stubby, mate. So uh, we talked a little bit about the way we speak, the nasalness, the, the intonation at the end, a little bit of old school, outdated vocabulary. What about some, uh, you said you've been living out of Australia for, for two years now, eh? Yeah. There you go, A. I just pulled yeah. out an A. But that comes from New Zealand, I reckon. Or Canada. <laughs> yeah. It definitely is very Canadian. But, but New Zealanders do that a lot. And, really? And they've kind of invaded Australia. And I feel like that came from a New Zealand. Uh, yeah, my, my folks are originally from New Zealand. Your folks? What does that mean? My parents. Yep. I can't believe I just admitted that live on the podcast. <laughs> well, so, you can still edit that out. Yeah, I can edit that one out. We can't edit that one. Yeah. So folks means your parents, but it also means people. Like, good day, folks. Right? Yeah, in Australia, we would never use the word folks in that context. It means folk, we only use the word folks in one context, and that's talking about parents. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, we, we use it, I guess you could say your folks, your parents, but also like just people in general. Whoa, whoa, yeah. we, we, Americans? This is not a podcast about American. Americans. I think Americans do say that anyway. I think it's kind of outdated in the States as well. Anyways, maybe you've, you've been out of Australia for two years now. What's some, some of the big things you miss from Australian culture that you can't get anywhere else? Okay. You mentioned meat pies and, I did and mention sausage meat rolls. Pies and that's 
I meant to meet players because I do miss them a lot. I miss Australian rules football. Australian rules footy. So we call it footy in depending on which part of Australia you're in. Okay. Should I explain that? Okay, sure. So basically, Australia is divided into two roughly even areas or population areas anyway, with the word footy. So footy in one half of Australia means Australian rules football. And footy in the other half of Australia means rugby league, which is another type of rugby. See, when I travel around, people are always like, oh, yeah, Australia, that's like rugby, yeah? You guys are really good at rugby. I'm like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're not so bad, but it's, it's the fifth most popular sport. Mm-hmm. Team sport. Wait, it's the fifth most popular male team sport in Australia. Right. So it's popular, but footy means something else to us. Mm-hmm. Aussie rules. Aussie rules. Yeah, I love it. Just so you guys know, Aussie means Australian. You guys know that, right? We know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Aussie rules is the name we give to Australian football. Yeah, it's called yeah. Aussie rules football. Mm. Yeah. Uh, have you been keeping in touch with your Aussie rules games? Yeah, I do. I watch it every now and then. Uh, Saint Kilda is the name of my team. Oh, we're, that's my dad's team. We're the historically the far and away the most unsuccessful team in history. Okay. We, we've. Uh, we're very supportive, so to speak, because we we support all the other teams that are on the ladder. <laughs> okay. So we're, so basically, on average, we come last every, one in every four seasons. Yeah. Which is pretty bad. That is pretty bad. The Saints, and they have that, that famous song, Oh, when the Saints go marching in. I'm not singing on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do, you, do you want me to? <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I can, I'm can. doing this for your own good, because once I get started... You don't stop. It's tough. Are you from St Kilda in Melbourne? No, basically uh, basically half the AFL teams are from the same city, which is Melbourne. And you often but choose... But St Kilda is a, it's a St. suburb. St Kilda is a suburb of Melbourne, but most people don't choose their teams based on their suburb. They just pick it based on history because nearly all the teams are from when Melbourne was much smaller. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're all very inner city suburbs. Would you say you are uh, a fan of Melbourne? I mean, like, do you think yeah. Australian cities are pretty different? Like Melbourne and Sydney, pretty different, right? Yeah, it's very much so, right? So one thing you'll find, that I think, as you travel around is everyone, when you go to places, they, over, they over-exaggerate the differences, say, between themselves and another place, like like one of their neighbours, because there's, like, three differences. And, like, wow, there's these three really big differences. Like, we have an Orthodox church, and these other guys have the Catholic church. It's like... Well, for someone who's not really into institutionalized religion, you're both into into institutionalized religion. You know what I mean? So yeah. So, but um, <laughs> but in terms of like Melbourne and city, foreign visitors tend to comment on how different the two cities are. Mm-hmm. They say that I think Melbourne especially is is, is especially different from all other Australian cities, mm-hmm. just because um, it, it's had a lot a, a big history of migration, mm-hmm. which has been a big deal. Any last words on the conversation? Any last final thoughts about Australia? Something that you think everyone out there should know about our beautiful country? Never, ever make a reference to a, to Crocodile Dundee to an Australian. So <laughs> that whole shrimp on the Barbie thing, every Australian is just like, oh, please. Wasn't that from Dumb and Dumber, actually? Well, they were ripping off Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, right? I, I think so. No, or something like that. What do you mean by rip off? Copying... Stealing, I, right? Actually, I, sorry, I haven't even seen Crocodile Dundee. Maybe it was Dumb and Dumber. But either way, don't say shrimp on a barbecue Australian. We've heard it 46 <laughs> times in the last two weeks. It's kind of like <laughs> the last two weeks. <laughs> Just do everyone a favour and, and do that. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. 
don't do that. But do that is in following my advice, which is okay. don't, which is don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Do that. Don't do that. Exactly. Yeah. You've got it right. Well, yeah, it was great having you on today's conversation topic. I think you've really helped our listeners out with a lot of Aussie lingo. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and let's. Uh, this podcast has not finished yet because we have one last treat, and we're going to move into that right now, which is today's killer clip. Alrighty, so today's killer clip is by popular demand. Mr. Matt here, one of your favorite Aussie movies, is it not? Is my favorite Aussie movie. It is your favorite Aussie movie. I would absolutely recommend going out and finding it, making sure you get some subtitles. Okay. For sure. And subtitles do exist. Okay. And yeah, downloading that movie, whichever way you find acceptable. Okay. Yeah, I did a little preparation here. I'm a native English speaker, yeah. and I had a hard time understanding some of that. Yeah, yeah. You, you get used Same. to it after a couple of minutes. Yeah. yeah, and I think like you know the whole point of you guys out there, if you're gonna watch this movie, it's gonna be uh, maybe an introduction to some really typical, exaggerated Aussie English. Yeah, it's kind of exaggerated, wouldn't you say? It's basically the way Australians like to see themselves. Sure. It's sure. A, yeah. So like you know the good Aussie English, the Aussie humour. So uh, this clip is, uh, sorry, the movie is called what again? The Castle. The Castle. The movie is about uh, this family and throughout the movie you kind of get introduced to the, all the family but this specific clip we're going to watch right now is when Dale, Dale is uh, the main actor and he's introducing his brother and his brother is an apprentice mechanic. What's an apprentice? Apprentice is someone in training. Exactly. And one of his pastimes, or one of his hobbies, is to look at the trader's post. What's it called? The trading post. The trading post, which is like, what exactly? It's, it was a publication where you could pay you know, $30 and put an ad to sell something. Yeah. So you well, so you'd basically sell anything you can imagine in the trading post. And I think it was like 5 or $10 for an ad. So you'd look in there to buy a car, you'd look in there to buy a puppy, you'd look in there to buy garden equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, is, what does ad mean? An advertisement. Advertisement? An advertisement. How, how do you say it? I say advertisement. Is that typical Australian English? Yeah. Uh, it's really Aussie. Yeah, I think yeah. it's an advertisement. We say advertisement. So, uh-huh. again? Advertisement. advertisement. I would actually just say an advert. Or an ad. Or an ad. what I just said. Yeah. yeah. An ad. Very common. And I think the whole idea of the joke in the movie is that there are a lot of people who would just spend hours reading through this and trying to get some good deals from the trading posts, right? Yeah. And this scene is just an exaggeration of how his brother always tries to find random stuff. Just some vocabulary here. One thing he's looking for is jousting sticks. Do you even know what a jousting stick is? Yeah. What is it? It's like maybe if you're a Game of Thrones fan, it's like the or any medieval movie or TV show. It's like where they ride on the horse with a stick and they try to knock off the guy with the other guy exactly on the horse yeah, yeah. it's a knight's weapon yeah another thing overhead projector okay so an overhead projector is kind of what they used maybe like 10 15 years ago even maybe some people use it today but the machine you use to project the light onto a, a, a wall or something mm-hmm. and you can like write on the plastic part yeah mm-hmm. So the idea here is that uh, his brother is actually trying to see if he can get some good deals. And the funny thing is how the father actually responds. What does he say? Tell him he's dreaming. Tell him he's dreaming. You know what we said? Tell him he's dreaming. Yeah, what do you think he means by dreaming? He's out of his mind. He's crazy. Yeah, he's, 
he's trying to barter and he's not going to pay that price yeah. for barter barter uh, it's to it is to negotiate a price on something to barter um, right yeah. tell him he's German yeah tell him he's German I'd say the connected speech and that is very similar to the way Americans would connect their words too because we we take that like tell him he's dreaming. Telemies. Mm-hmm. Telemies. Yeah, we do the same thing. But you guys definitely, as the Aus- Australian uh, prosody. Prosody. Yeah. yeah. Rob, would that be what that is? The prosody is the way that you speak with the intonation and uh, the flow of the of the speech. Oh, thank you, Rob. Thank you. <laughs> that will be all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, let's just uh, watch this clip and you know prepare kind of prepared you guys for it. We're sure gonna have problems understanding it, but it's just an intro to some Australian English. So let's hear it. Steve is an apprentice mechanic, but he spends most of his time reading the trading post. He just loves buying and trading. Ergonomic chairs, four of them. What do you want? 180. He's dreaming. Dad, 450. But jousting sticks, tell him he's dreaming. How much is a jousting stick worth, Dad? Well, it couldn't be more than 250. Man, on the condition. Dad, some guy's selling an overhead projector. Nah. Now hang on, Steve. What's he asking? 150. Tell him he's dreaming. Yeah. Dad, what's a pulpit? Where the minister gives his sermon from. How much? 800. Dreaming. All right, so hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, if you wanted to watch the full movie, we do suggest you use subtitles. Even these Americans probably wouldn't understand everything in that movie. No, I mean, last Australian movie we watched, I understood like 85%, so don't feel bad if you don't understand it. Actually, he just said everything. Yeah. <laughs> right, is that, is that something that happens outside of Australia? No. So we people often pronounce instead of everything, they might say everything. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that. That's actually, Max has told me that as he edits the, the podcast transcript. So yeah, good pickup there, mate. Thank you. It was a doozy of a pickup. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, like we said, try to get your hands on that movie, get a little bit of Australian cultural experience through the castle, and we're sure you'll be pleasantly surprised. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So today we are going to play you out <laughs> with an awesome song by a great Australian group called... Friends or Rome. Friends or Rome. They're not a fan. You see the tone in your, the prosody in your voice is telling me that you don't really enjoy no. this band. Not a fan. Okay, but anyway, this is a cultural experience, so you don't have to like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the best gateway into a culture is pop music. Okay. Yeah, the thing is, like, pop means popular, right? So you need to start with something popular. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is called Nobody Likes a Bogan. So take it away, Friends of Rome. Thank you for joining us here today, Matt. It was uh, great having another Aussie compatriot on the podcast. And we hope to get another one within the next 99 podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks very much for being with us today, Matt. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, actually, I just checked the song here. It's actually not by Friends of Rome, but another band from Australia called Area 7. So, yeah, there you go. And last but not least... Let's not forget, nobody likes a broken. See you guys next week on Real Life Radio. But don't
Commodore with alloy wheels With a homemade spoiler 